This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgaro. We are uh, podcasting live to you from the, uh, is this an 08 Honda Fed? It's funny that I never specified the year of this make and I, model. And I do have the VIN number, which I would love to be able to tell people. Um, we don't have it on hand right now, but the next episode we promise to release Karen's VIN number. The first, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do the first four numbers of the VIN number next week. And then subsequently, through the rest of the year, you will get the entire VIN number. And this is very interesting. Within those first four, you find out where it was manufactured. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there will be an H for Honda. Okay. You find out the make right. and the year. Those are all in the first four digits of a VIN number. A lot of people don't know that unless they're police officers or have done a little bit of car research like I have. Um, but you know what also is in uh, those first four numbers is um, my birth date. Really? And a picture, a picture of a small rabbit. But what? you have to, it's in the numbers. You have to, you don't see it at first. It's like the arrow in the FedEx symbol. You don't see it. Then when you see it, you can't not see it. So this car was manufactured for you? For Karen Clegare, yeah. Obvious. I mean, otherwise, how would your birthday be in it? Right. That's amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, I... It was really nice because when I met Dan Honda of the Honda Corporation... Wait a minute. What? This is all starting to sound like a, much like the rabbit you speak of, a little white lie. <laughs> this is a little white rabbit lie. You know what? I got to tell you, Chris, I love lying. I know there's no Jonathan Honda. Or what Dan. You, Dan. Danny Honda. <laughs> Only his best friends call him Dan. <laughs> well, I call him Jonathan. You don't know Dan like I know John. You don't know Johnny. Um, I know the whole Honda family. 
There's I I love the motorcycle side of the family. They're more fun at Christmas. And that's why Honda motorcycles, cars, and keyboards are a big sponsor. Of Do you need a ride? Today on the episode, we will be picking up Howard Kramer from his residence. Who and he is sponsored by Honda Kneeboards and keyboards. <laughs> he being Howard Kramer is an early comedy influence of mine. Did you know that, Karen? Uh, I didn't know that. I just know that every once in a while his voice pops up when you are either in a bad mood or um, trying to explain something to me. Well, every once in a while, <laughs> you you hang out with someone like a certain amount of times, and then you start to mimic the way they talk. I find Howard Kramer honestly to be one of the most fascinating human beings I've ever met Mm -hmm. I adore him I love talking to him at parties he's one of my favorite people to see at a party because he makes uh, the time go by so quickly yeah he really does Uh, he's just good times in my opinion and he's such an original mind he is an original mind That's a mind that created Austin stories and early MTV ahead of its time uh, multi-camera, single camera. It's a. Docu- it was single camera. It yeah. was single. They they shot that whole show series with just one camera the whole time. It I was a. Mean. It was a disc camera. That was the craziest thing yeah. about it. Remember disc cameras? Yeah, I remember that. Did you ever have a disc camera? It was early digital recording. You put a tiny disc in it, <laughs> and uh, it was ready to go. That's right. And. Um, and we're going to talk about what else he's been up to. He's numerous pilot writings. And um, I imagine he's just wrapping up um, a whole new gaggle of summer-based comedy. Yes. He loves uh, the season of summer. Mm-hmm. He loves... He turned it into a different word, which is summer with an summer. A-H. A lot of people know this about him because his podcast, Who Charted?, with Kulap Vilayasak is one of the most popular and one of my favorite podcasts. I might turn off the stereo. Do it. Just, oh, yeah. Is that a weird? I don't, it, does it feel like schizophrenia? Well, it just um, sounds like there's music in the background. Yeah. There we go. Oh, but but maybe that was a nice added effect. You know, I'm sorry that I pulled the radio whistle. <laughs> You're allowed to pull any whistle you want, Chris Fairbanks. Well, it would have been the first time in Do You Need a Ride history that we had... <laughs> ambient music playing have you ever had that where you um sometimes my tv shuts itself off after four hours if i don't change the channel it'll shut itself off but the tuner where the speakers for the sound Mm -hmm. uh does not go off so it'll be on real low and i'll be sitting in the tv room no tv on hearing voices and going it's finally happened i've snapped this is it you forget it's a tv then i well because the tv itself isn't on it's just that and then i'll recognize either the conversation or something about it and then I'll go oh thank god it's the TV and not a Early total mental breakdown schizophrenia yeah, yeah, yeah. that would uh, frighten me yeah and he, they always say if you hear voices you're pretty much that's uh, early Richard Ramirez type behavior yeah we didn't get to talk about Richard Ramirez as much as I wanted yeah, to when because he kind of bumps me out you know when I really get into a deep Ramirez talk I mean all the guy <laughs> did is kill people I mean all he wanted is for others to talk about him so why give him why give him the credit well he earned it though because he, he really did 
did go out and kill all he those He was people. a hard worker. <laughs> From here to San Francisco, he slayed a lot of people. And if you're connected uh, through your family at all to any of these slayings, we apologize for making light of it. Yeah, I'm but it definitely was, not laughing at it, that part. It was a long time ago, so maybe get over it. Well, you know, we would hope that healing has come your way. And yes. Thoughts and prayers. And by get over it, I mean heal in a, <laughs> in a natural and healthy way. <laughs> but... Here's the thing. I'm very fascinated by all serial killers. Richard Ramirez, did you watch the whole thing where the way he got caught? No, no. Well, you know, they obviously, great detective work and all that. Sure. But they started, they finally figured out who it was based, I believe, on his tennis shoes. Yeah, Um, Avias. mm -hmm. I remember they were Avias. And then via 800s or 820s. they (laughs) They tracked some stuff down, put his picture on some flyers. He like it was a party. Uh, yeah, they were like, "Come, come to this party of total murder, um, <laughs> and dead eyes, and but also great cheekbones." God, um, the guy had some bone structure. He really, he easily could have been a model, which I think a lot of models could either go serial killer or like a beautiful model. The the, the he, as long as it wasn't a toothy photo because the guy had had zero to no dental work done. He yeah, really he was a bit of a snagglepuss. Some, some corn niblets for uh, to, <laughs> they used to call them summer teeth. No, what? Summer. Summer pointing this way, summer pointing that way. <laughs> you never heard that? No, I never did. I but that's not I thought you were relating summer it back teeth. to yes. I you I know in a weird friend. in a weird unknown way I think I was. <laughs> I think your subconscious was serving that upright to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to say was, oh, the, all the people in the neighborhood recognized him. He tried to get on a bus. People recognized him. And it, this was somewhere in, in East L.A. or maybe like down by Downey, uh-huh. you know, which is a little bit area. rougher. Beautiful, rough area, but beautiful. Rough, but gorgeous. Seen, I mean, foliage-wise. People. The, the people are okay, people but the trees great. really in the bushes. <laughs> In There's that some area. nice but, hedges oh, down and so down many and down. Um, you don't have to do much to keep them green. The whole neighborhood ran after him and mm-hmm. attacked him, and like a witch held hunt. him until the cops came, which is amazing. I just love that when it's like you the, you get told all the time that like there's no more community or that yeah. people don't work together. Bullshit. But until you see an old lady, a farmer, and a construction <laughs> worker all do a citizen's arrest tackle. And somehow a, an Eskimo, how did he get there? Yeah, we just, don't know. No, it was a very, uh, you know, uh, village people type. It was Hollywood. They were carrying hose and torches. There was uh, a garden hose. Because that's why the area looked so nice, foliage-wise. Yeah. That's really, right. They were tending to it, and luckily they had all their pitchforks that's ready. That's why they were outside and aware. Yeah. They were, till, they were tilling the soil. I mean, this has become an incredibly informational podcast. Yeah. If you, uh, if you feel like you haven't learned anything, maybe you need to turn up the volume. Yeah. Because nothing but information is pumping through your speakers or headphones <laughs> or whatever media uh, you're using. Um, so we are in the uh, Hollywood area. This is a classically Hollywood area. A lot of apartments. Good hedges around here, too. Yeah, beautiful hedges. It's almost <laughs> like everyone has a gardener around here. It is very much like that. I'm pretty sure they do. You kind of get a gardener when you move to L.A.? Isn't that interesting? You it, get your own? It seems like you're struggling and you're out of money and you're barely making rent. But guess what? You have a gardener. Yeah. You've made it. That's right. Some dude will show up mm-hmm. and tend to your shit and mm-hmm. tighten it up yeah. for all the neighborhood to see. And it's pretty nice. Sh- yeah. 
you need your shit tightened up, expect it. Come to our town. Yeah, we don't have a good, like, transit system. No. Yeah, yeah. we don't have a lot of nice people per se. Yes. Or moral people per se. People are lacking in morals or friendliness. However, do they have a nice, well, they maintain frontage? Yeah. (laughs) Goddamn right they do. (laughs) Even during, even during a drought. Oh, my God. My grass has never been greener. Yeah, I know. And who cares if the reservoirs run dry? Yeah, it doesn't matter because ultimately this is supposed to be a desert. We will return back to desert. And in the meantime, I'm going to keep up with the goddamn Joneses. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, the Joneses have the best yard. Oh, my God. It's dark green. It's so dark. It's almost blue, their grass. It's almost impossible to keep up with them. (laughs) Keep trying. Yeah, you can try as hard as you might. You got to. Karen, how have you been? I've been good. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Day job going well. Love the day job. Great. Gratitude. I have an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. It's an important kind to have. Um, I like 2015. I think it's a good one. So far, so great. So great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we talked about this, but I watched you have... Should I go up here? No. What? Up there. Yeah. Um, I watched you have one of my favorite sets of comedy I've ever seen. Um, the night that we did uh, the show with Drennan. Yeah, that was a fun night. For but me. we but we didn't record yours. It was like the great. It's like the classic thing of like what I watched you do this set where I was like, holy shit, it's a barn burner, and then you weren't recording. It's well, something had happened. I recorded it, I wouldn't have been burning down no barns. Yeah, uh, same here. I'm the exact same way. I just can't. Uh, oh, that's a beautiful Mustang. Yeah, that is. I sweet. don't get excited about hot rod cars, but that has got to belong to someone. More important than me. It's a beautiful vehicle. <laughs> what if it's Howard's car? What if it is? Oh. It'll be, I guess I'm saying that already about preemptively. Howard is more important than me. That's oh. why he's the guest. True, 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 true. Do you know where I should stop or should we just stay here? I would say, um, you know, I'll text Howard and let him know we're about to come. And then we'll, I'll just keep up. driving. Yeah. Okay. And he'll hopefully say, yeah, I got to <laughs> do some more. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed with him once, and he does he does have his own workout regimen. I in bet. His, uh, living room. He's a in shape guy. He's a handsome guy. He's a handsome man. He's a he beautiful is... man. I'm not afraid. I say that with a straight face. He's a han- well. It's undeniable. I'm glad he doesn't have his top knot anymore, though. For a while, he was trying to do a bun thing that I found very upsetting. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard for a guy. You know, there's a middle stage with your hair, and for me, I either have a shaved head or have a big giant afro, or I put in a lot of uh, Lay Right hair product. Mm-hmm. Of course, a sponsor of Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> it's water based and it gives you that 1950s pomade look. Lay, Lay right, right hair products. You, you darn right. You darn right. Lay Right colon. I got Lay right, right in my hair. Um, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he probably was just going through a, a hair phase. Yeah, well, it was summer. I hate saying that. Um, my favorite thing, I was at a party. Oh, wait, no, this is what I was going to tell you. I was driving this car, and a loud noise started uh, happening. And it turned out there was a big piece of plastic that was dragging underneath the car. Oh, wow. So I got to work, and my friend Artie Carlson, who is one of the, great, one of the greats, um, who I work with, came and cut off this thing that was dragging underneath he said it was the oil pan cover or something like that. You didn't need that. that. You didn't need that. No. So he cut it off. 
now is oil continuing to drip out now that there is no cover? No, it was just the plastic like housing to sure. okay. right so that gravel doesn't fly up we'll in there. Take a right here on Hollywood Boulevard. All right, and then that night I went somewhere a party or something, and on my drive home at midnight, uh, the same noise but kind of worse starts happening. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I have to pull off the freeway because more. Th- stuff is hanging down oh man so uh i pull off and then i'm like well i can drive home it's not dragging on the ground it was just like obviously flapping free sure so i drive a little further and then this really loud noise and something huge drops out from the bottom of my car and i just kept driving oh no i just kept going because it was midnight and then we he's on the corner here oh, the shit. left well, this corner. guy was so up my ass yeah yeah he really had somewhere to go and that's sky on Church of Sky Ontology. <laughs> oh, see, oh, I always what? know. I know. I, mean, I know. Well, no, I'm sorry. A lot of times, my. Fine. Okay, I'm gonna tell them we're here. Okay. Um. Anyway, so we're we've got no uh, housing right now, but well, that's okay. It's, it's not it's affecting not, anything. Yeah, it's not a danger to anyone. I guess I felt the need to tell a car anecdote. And now that I told it, I feel like someone's boring uncle. You know what? It. I feel that way with a lot of stories. Like, I, I tell it like it's going to have a great ending. And I'm not saying this is what just happened with your <laughs> with your uh, snooze fest of a story. But I, you tell it with all this cadence and excitement and energy level. And then you find about midway. You. Yeah, because yeah. it's true. It's like, oh, this is a doozy. <laughs> I remember the details like it was yesterday. Because in this case for you, I th- did you say it was yesterday? Uh, no, it was a couple mm. days ago. So the details are still fresh. And it has all the signs of a story. And then you get to the end, and it's really uh, no payoff. And no. I'm not saying that's how I experienced your story. but My story was one step above telling uh, someone about your dream. It yeah. really was. <laughs> it was almost worse. Because at least in a dream, you're like, I was in Asia or something. Yeah. And mine was like, the housing fell off the bottom of my car. <laughs> There wasn't even, like, an interesting location. <laughs> San Fernando Road by the Gentleman's Club were and you their train dri- tracks. Were you dry? Did your hands at least look like feather wings? Or there was nothing dreamlike about this. Yeah. No. It was it was more nightmarish, but in a boring way. He's on his way out. He sent the letter K, which I think just means I am in approval, and I will see you shortly. Yeah. Or he's trying to send a message to me. About the... Uh, just just say your first initial. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I think he may have been picking favorites. We are going to... Yeah, he didn't say C. Mm-mm. Like, as in C. He could have said soon. C, yeah. Yep. Real soon. Well, Can that's okay. Can you give me my purse real quick? Sure, sure. Is it down here in the darkness? It's by your feet. Okay. I will grab it. Um, you know what I anticipate is that Howard's going to... Stuff spilled out. Oh, that's right. I just need some hand lotion. Oh, okay. Um, I, I feel like Howard's going to drive this conversation. Sure. That's fine. I feel like he's going to... He's probably going to have an agenda, even. That's okay. Like, did you pick your summer gum type of thing? Yeah. I hope he does. I have some questions to ask him about sharks. Okay. And why he thinks the ocean is better than outer space. I think that was another... 
Is that a true thing? That, yeah, like yeah. a conversation you guys had once? Cause, and I understand that. Like the ocean, the deep ocean. There's glowing uh, oh, yes. jellyfish. It's, it really is like another planet. I'm 100% with Howard on that. Phosphorus uh, residing in animals, causing them to glow. If that's not an <laughs> outer space behavior, I don't know what is because I am not an astronaut. I have not been to outer space. <laughs> is there any kind of animal with phosphorus in it in outer yeah, space? Cer- certainly there must be. I mean, I said, yeah, I jumped. I don't know. I actually don't. <laughs> No, so I'm going to say I'm not sure. But Do you think Howard knows? I thought you were going to say the ocean, and there are indeed. Like, sometimes yes, you'll those, see the waves yes. crashing, and it looks like a lightning bolt. And you're like, oh, my God, am I hallucinating? They said, no, that was just marijuana. And I said, well, I don't smoke a lot, so <laughs> are you seeing it also? And they say, yes. And it's like, well, I guess that's the Gulf of Mezcal for you. Mezcal? Yeah, it's the near oh, yeah. area. Oh, look He's in is. the back seat. Howard yeah. Kramer is in the back seat. Are you guys taping already? Yes. We are indeed. There's, hey. a, there's a microphone right by you. You oh, know wow, how to cool. use that as oh, per like it. it's long as your occupation. Whoops. Hi. Hey, Hi, buddy. how are you? Good. Good, Good, Good to, to see you, you guys. Good, Good to, to see, see you guys. too, buddy. What were you talking about? We were talking about summer. We were talking about <laughs> sharks. And we were talking about the difference between the ocean and outer space. That's right. Well, the ocean is... Uh, way better it's wondrous it's full of life mm-hmm. and space is is a big nothing and uh tough to get to yeah <laughs> the, the ocean is right there you could right there you yeah. could swim out and find aliens yeah exactly are right here on our earth filled with uh phosphorus uh with I mean, glowing capabilities jellyfish think, that look like they're mechanical yeah I mean, think how much people would freak out if they even found one snail in space it would be like the most amazing thing. Meanwhile, we have dolphins that give each other names. Mm-hmm. Wait, explain that. How do they? They have their I own. Know, I saw it on Uberfacts, but <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm taking it as a. No, those aren't real. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Twitter accounts. Those Uber are made Facts. up by uh, two eighth graders in New Hampshire. Oh, so oh okay. I don't know if you should be paying that much attention to Uberfacts. Yeah, well, yeah. It's that's just East Coast lies. We're going to go to a comedy concert <laughs> show called Power Violence. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for this show, Howard? Oh, yeah. I love that show because it's filled with youth, and it brings me, uh, you know, back to that place when I was in my early 20s. Those guys, like... Maybe find out what your guest thinks about it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Howard, Howard, what do you... you, Uh, Hey, all right. What do you feel about power violence? (laughs) That show. Um, Do you agree with me? Oh, what'd you say? Oh, that, that the youth that they kind of uh, host that show with, it's its infectious. Oh, yeah, it, it does. It feels like a uh, like CBGB's in, mm. in the 70s. CBGB's, of course, stood for country blues, country, what? Country blues, CBGB's, country bluegrass and blues yeah that's right it's not very catchy it's good that they made the uh, initials be the title because that's not that's a horrible name for a club well and also didn't almost none of those things happen there yeah it's like immediately it's like but hey the talking heads are pretty good why don't we have them do everything <laughs> but country blues or bluegrass it's like hey, wh- what about tgi fridays you cool with that name oh I mean, it depends on what day of the week I'm there. If I'm there on a Wednesday or a Thursday, I'd like to speak to the management for false advertising. <laughs> I'm an atheist, so I'm not interested in thanking God for anything. Karen, oh, I'm with you. Hey, I'm, what, um, hey, how does this work? Do I get a ride home, too? Yeah, you bet. And do we tape on the ride home? Um, not usually. We can if you want, okay. if you want to do a recap. 
Uh, well, I just, I'm just wondering how it works. I think this is great. I feel like while, whenever I'm talking to you, Howard, I start to mimic your voice. Mm-hmm. Do you see me do that? If so, it's embarrassing. Well, I do the same with you. I start to talk like, uh, like us. Here's my impression <laughs> of Howard Kramer's impression really? of me. Really? Really? Now we're going to do Really? Something about a black bean burger. Black bean burger. I, one time I stayed at Howard's, and all I brought was a skateboard, and I stayed at his place, and I was hungry, and I'm like, do you mind if I have your morning star black bean burger? And what did I do? What did I do? What did I do, Kramer? Well, for the tortillas, you mean? Yeah. I'm real embarrassed about this still. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm on the phone. Chris says, can I use the black bean burgers? <laughs> to, what were you making? Tortillas? Yeah, it's just putting them on a tortilla. Okay, so <laughs> he goes, he's making them. I don't know. I'm just talking on the phone in my bedroom with the door closed. There's a knock on the bedroom door <laughs> a few minutes later. And he says, uh, I, do you want some tortillas? <laughs> right? But he's holding, he's holding a plate that has a couple tortillas on, like he said he was going to make. But the plate is all dirty. Uh, like I had someone e- had already eaten off of it. <laughs> I had eaten my portion of the food I'd made for both of us. I had eaten my portion off the plate. And then I'd given the rest of the food on the same plate to Howard because that's the... I was in a living situation where that was... What I anticipated was like, yeah, I'm going to make some food. And then he'd tell me when it's ready and then I'd get off the phone and then we'd both eat it. Yeah. (laughs) Together. Together. And I'm thinking, okay, it's time to eat. But it's like he already ate and he's got my food on his dirty plate that he already used. Yeah. I grew up in a tag team meal eating Mm -hmm. household. Can I just ask, how many years ago did this take place? Hey, can we mention that right in front of us is a a Jeep, and their license plate is Austin. Yeah. A-U-S-T-1-N. It spells it out, and me and Chris met in Austin. And is that where the black bean burger story took place? No, that was was here at his residence, where you've still... How long have you lived there? You've lived in that place. Too long. Too long, he said. I feel like I'll move when I deserve to. Uh Uh-oh. You know I love I mean? that place. You find a good deal, the rent is controlled enough, you stay there. It's controlled and it's like, it's good. I could people watch there every day. What do you have a view of? Um, just like everybody going to Runyon Canyon. Oh, yeah. There's a church. You That's can watch quite people a go to church. Yeah. I saw uh, a guy brought his like eight foot anaconda onto the lawn of the church yesterday. So he's just sitting there like, looking at his phone while the snake like explores the area in front of the church. <laughs> You're kidding. What? And at one point it crawled off the grass and kind of had like two feet of its head and the rest of it like going up the stairs to the church. So all all that needed to happen was for somebody to walk out of the chapel and just see an eight foot anaconda <laughs> head staring at him. What do you think he was bringing it to church? He, I saw him, I've seen him there before. He kind of lets it go around on the grass. And then I think, like a lot of those guys who bring exotic pets into the public, uh-huh. they uh, they wind up talking to people about it. And yeah, they wait around for questions to be asked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, snakes are a real, hey, look at me pet. 
Yeah, like an iguana on your shoulder. Or a parrot. There's a guy with a parrot in Austin. I'm real sick of his presence. But that guy's kind of overdoing it with an eight foot. I mean, that's a lot of snakes. Yeah, I'm I'm thick of his presence. <laughs> it would be funny <laughs> if like the priest came out of that church and saw the snake and had no choice but to use the Lord's name in vain as an exclamation. <laughs> Jesus! What Jesus, the snake. fuck? <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to get my snake saved. Hey, what about you, KK? You don't have a mic? I've got a lav. She's oh, got, got a, a lavalier mic. And what do you got handheld up there? I got a uh, Price is Right long mic, just like you. Oh, nice. Yeah. Gene Rayburn, thank you. Right. Every time I talk into this, I feel like I'm about to give away a Kia Spectra. Have you guys ever took notice of this statue in front of this bank? Um, Yeah, it looks, it appears from this, di- you know, I haven't up until now. This one over here? Yeah. It looks like a bull. Mm-hmm. It's like a bull, but it's like a monkey is riding it backwards or something. What? What's that, what's that say about Chase Bank? I guess uh, Freemasons or something. Yeah, don't trust us with our money. We're batshit crazy. Is there really a monkey on there? It's Something's a... on there. I, watch when we go by. I forget what it is. Actually, Karen, something, keep your eyes on there. Something's on there that's crazy, <laughs> and it's backwards. Oh, let me look at this. Uh, it is. It's a backwards guy. Yeah, it's, it's a, a guy. There you go. It's a guy. It's like my, a... I wish it was a monkey. <laughs> I w- maybe it's a monkey man. I think it's a lady. It's like a mermaid lady. Do you know uh, what you're going to do tonight at the comedy concert? Do you have uh, some new bits? I'm going to do some hot reads. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to make some decisions at the line of scrimmage, mm. and I'm going to, um, I'm going to, um, take some swings at it. Oh, good. <laughs> good. see. Pinata yeah. style. Have you been yeah. do- doing a lot of sets lately? Um, not as many as I want. I want to do a lot more, but I've been doing, like, three or four a week. That's pretty good, though. That's a lot. That's yeah. pretty good numbers. Yeah, that's pretty good. I feel like I'd be doing more sets myself if I didn't live at the damn beach. True. But I'm near the ocean, and you know I love the ocean. Did you know I love the ocean? I did. I mean, I've, you you got out there pretty quick. Smart. Yep. <laughs> I love it out there. I just have to drive too much to the comedy shows. Yeah, because they're all here. So three shows a week to me. You're a professional comedian, in my mind, in my eyes. Now, Howard, are you working on anything right now? Yeah, what are you working on? Oh, I'm working on... Um, a Nat Geo Nat Geo's doing a comedy show it's it's like a comedic take on world history really and I'm, and I'm working on that and um, writing and maybe be in it and be voice on of a of a weird character they have that sounds terrific that sounds interesting yeah. is, is it something you can't talk in detail about um, I don't basically it's like a sketch show and we go back to different points in history and talk about certain things developed, and that's probably all I could say. I like it. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Even just a brief synopsis. I'm intrigued, and I want to watch it. Did you? Do you know a lot about history? Um, I have my own view on it and my own kind of timeline <laughs> and stuff. Like, I started... Your um, own version of it? Yeah. Like, um... <laughs> I'm interested in it, so I started, like, a document where I have, like, all the things I'm interested in and then, like, when they came about and stuff. Oh, wow. What, like, like a legal pad with some stuff on it? No, it's on my computer. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's crazy, there's crazy stuff that you don't think about that I think is interesting. Like what? Like, um... 
there's no, there's no, um, there were, they didn't know about the dinosaurs until, until like the 18, late 1800s. Until they started finding bones and stuff. Yeah, but they would find it, but just wouldn't have any idea what it was. Or would just never put it together. But anyway, like, for instance, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, like, there was no such thing as dinosaurs. Mm, Nobody mm-hmm. had ever heard of dinosaurs. So, I don't know. The way, the speed at which stuff develops is interesting to me. Yeah. I feel like they should rewrite the Declaration of Independence with dinosaurs in mind. <laughs> Don't make fun of my beliefs. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm I'm on board. I don't like those Christian people that think dinosaur bones were planted by the devil to test our faith. I think those are crazy people. Yeah, my brother went out with this fundamentalist Christian girl, mm-hmm. and the, and they were taught that the dinosaur bones were dogs, but they were just really much bigger back then. But they were still pets. They're still humans' pets. Was that a thought that? Was that just cooked up at her church? I've never heard of something so ludicrous. Yeah, she told my brother. Oh, my God. Wait, did she believe it, or she just told him that's what someone told me? I think it's like the kind of disconnect of just she was always told that and then didn't ever really examine it, but when you press her about, like, what do you actually believe, that's what comes out. (laughs) Is he still with her? Uh, No. Is this Uh, your brother that you used to do in your act? Yes. And what did what did he sound like? <laughs> no, no. You used to sound like this, but I don't. Uh, Strippers should pay me. Oh, right. They should pay me. <laughs> Is that something he said? Yeah, I was like, hey, give that, go give that girl a dollar. They should pay me. <laughs> I bang these chicks by mistake. <laughs> I want to meet your brother. Is your brother just a taller version of you, Howard? No, I'm taller. Oh. Howard's he, the tallest in his family. He's a more dense version. What? He's the tallest. You're the tallest in your family, right? Uh, probably my little brother's half-brother's probably taller. Huh. Isn't that curious? <laughs> huh. Because he's a little brother. Yeah. Yeah. Very misleading. Huh. Opposites attract. Huh. <laughs> I just pictured what? your family as... The oldest was the tallest, and then it went down like the stickers <laughs> yeah. on the back of a car. Yeah, yeah. On, a, on a Latino family van. Yeah. <laughs> well. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah? Well, uh, you don't seem to be taking a direct route. No. no. It's funny. When we're in the car, everything we do is for the sake of time. And as the crow flies, it makes no sense, our routes. But, but we're just trying to, you know. But the way a clock works... We are so good now at arriving exact. You wanted to arrive there at around 9.45, correct? Yes, but that's when I thought it started at 9. But some of the stuff says it starts at 9.30. Oh, okay. So we don't, we're in no hurry. We could do a full yeah, hour. Yeah, I mean, we're fine either way. Okay, cool. Because I want to spend more time with you. Oh, goody. Oh. Now, Howard, are you the headliner? I don't know. Ron Funches probably is. Oh, okay. He's got, he's got, a, he's got him a TV show. Yeah, he True. does have himself a program. Well, so do you now. And yours is about real things. Yeah. Sure, but mine doesn't premiere until probably September. Who else is working on that? Anyone that we know? Oh, Chip Pope. Yeah, your <gasps> writing partner. Chip Pope. Chip Pope's the best. Chip Pope and um, Josh Brenner. Brenner. <laughs> Brenner. Uh, he's on Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. And um, these guys, Krinsky and Altschuler, it's their show. They, they created... 
Silicon Valley, and they ran King of the Hill. And, oh, wow. So yeah. this is another uh, Mike Judge who I've kind of gotten to know through Henry Phillips. I wouldn't say we're super tight, but he seems like one of the nicest, most... Uh, he's a nice guy. He's, he's just a level... He's out of the earth. Yeah, because he's not... It's it's he a perfect type of fame. He doesn't. He's not Even though he's huge, he, he doesn't act like a dick. He is not a dick because he's not famous for his face. He's famous for his ideas and his voices. Well said. And he made up the best thing of all time, Beavis and Butthead. Which you yeah. wrote on the... What happened with the re... I never saw the new episodes. I bet that was something that was fun and you were proud of, and I never got to see yeah, it. Yeah, we were excited about it. It was fantastic. It was fun to do, and... Um, Why the hell did not sweep the nation? Everyone it was paired up with something that didn't do good, and then I think they just, like, went another way with it. They didn't, like, make a big splash for whatever reason, but... It was really good. It was as good as the original. So you would just with Chip, and how do you get these jobs with Chip? I don't. I've never had a writing partner. Do you guys just submit packets, and it's like, hey, we're a package deal, and here's stuff we've done before. Here's pilots we've done before, yeah. and you kind of uh, apply for jobs together. Yes. That's that's how <laughs> I would I think it, it would be absolutely insane if it were a different uh, way than I just uh, assumed it was. So you pieced it together. I did, <laughs> like a little puzzle that's easy to solve. Wait, did you guys live together? Chip and I, no, never. No. no, no, no. You and Chris. Oh, Chris, he stayed at my place and made a black <laughs> bean tortilla. There was just the black bean tortilla week, <laughs> and it was dumb. You know, when people come and visit here, like I'm not excusing myself, but people don't realize this city is impossible to navigate without having a car. And I, that was at a point where I'd never rented a car before. I just brought a skateboard like an idiot <laughs> and got dropped off at his house. And it's like, and Harb was nice, and he took me to shows. One of them was at a uh, laundromat, and that's where I first met you, Karen. Isn't oh, that funny? Oh, yeah. hey. At the laundro? Lucy's laundromat. Yeah. The best. Where people were just doing their colors and their whites. It was a, it was a truly working laundromat th- with people that were not interested they, in watching. No one was sitting expecting comedy. comedy. They were just getting ready hey, to but, fluff and fold. But um, Fred Armisen used to do it with us all the time. Yeah. That's where a lot of, uh, yeah, that was a great time. I. I was a little scared by the fact that, like, that is the quintessential place where it's like, this is not where comedy belongs when you're used to just doing it at the Velveeta Room in Austin, which yeah. is a comedy club. It's I'm like, oh, no, L.A. is going to be hard. <laughs> but it hasn't been that hard. I've been here 12 years, and it's been a breeze the whole time. <laughs> it's just, it, it's kind of a lot like a laundromat here. Yeah. I the, think that's a really good way to cut your teeth. The lime and it's been cycle. I'm just waiting to dry out. My favorite one night was Howard did his whole set with a British accent. At the and, laundromat? Yeah. And really? you kept calling it the laundro. And it was making me, it makes me laugh to this day. <laughs> You're one of my favorite comedians, Howard. Oh, thanks. You're one of my faves, too. Me too. And lately I've been doing these white guy reggae songs. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I'm so jealous of your line, uh, 311 is the 9-11 of bands. Uh, it's in my head it. and I just want... You can use it. No, no, I'm not going to do... You know me, I'm a purist. Ideas are property and I would never yeah, but steal... Yeah, you know, that's one of those jokes that someone else could come up with. It's okay. It's like a signature I kind of an idea. I accept the use of it. It doesn't have your the total stamp, the, ha- the Howard Kramer stamp. It's just great. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. 
I some do. jokes are just jokes because you found them. They're not like your idea first. Per, per and real. I believe Drennan, who uh, Karen collaborates with often, he has a uh, 3.11 style song that is about 9.11. So yeah. in a way, oh, I, he didn't hey. know, he didn't <laughs> know about your joke. Yeah, I know. Well, now it hurts, doesn't it? It hurts more than me just doing that joke. Mm. He's, he's not sitting here. Yeah, that guy's a thief. <laughs> he can't even defend himself. I just hung him out to dry, which is how a lot of people finish He's their not driving laundry. me. I don't gotta be nice to him. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that, right. that's theft. <laughs> straight up, Howard. Karen's <laughs> um... never said straight up in her life. Oh. <laughs> I thought it came out really naturally. Yeah, it that... did. It did. I'm sorry. I called you on it. Straight up, not tell straight me. Straight up. Now tell me, Howard. Yeah. Uh, do you really want to know um, your album? Mm-hmm. Your newest album. Not Master of Ceremonies. Uh-uh. <laughs> my last, uh, my last album. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that Chris, real? Yeah, Chris did the I did a little drawing for it. So it was Howard uh, in like a performance stance. Like he's like he's rapping. It was his hip-hop album for Dragon Boy Suede. And uh, Wait, he's standing. Never heard of and that? all these women. This is him. Dis- is no one's heard of my album. <laughs> he's like, I need you to do an illustration. It's like, I'm I'm doing my rhymes, but the rhymes have such a uh, they they attract women, the pheromones, and they float to it like Yogi Bear floats <laughs> to a pie cooling on the windowsill. Like I sexually am a pie that these women want. To eat, and they flow towards me kind of limply with their arms back. That was the concept. With their eyes. Did did you do it? Yeah, it was hard. It was actually hard. I mean, uh, perspective wise, to do women in the foreground floating towards him, but I I think we nailed it. We did. Now. Master of Pheromonies. (laughs) Master of Pheromonies, is that the most recent album? No, that's 10 years old. No, that's like five bucks. I did, um, since then, I did. uh, have a summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I did uh, douche minutia. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Boy suede. Yeah. Then I did have another summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I did tears on my shaft, <laughs> which has been delayed. But then I did um, some of this, some of that. Oh. And oh. Uh, and why did that get moved ahead of tears on my shaft? Just because we didn't finish it. And we put it off, and then summer was coming, and we're like, we got to do another summer album. So we rushed the summer album into production. And then that one had some hits on it. I'm doing a video with Lance Bangs for a song on there called Goo Cruise. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. I when love it, that guy. When are you doing that? That's amazing. Um, we shot some of it, and that we have an Indiegogo campaign to get to, to get the rest of the is Indiegogo kind of like Kickstarter except for more artsy performance stuff? Yeah. I'm just assuming. Donate I've never even heard of it. I just, I've Indiegogo. never even heard of it. I just know yeah. how the world works. Yeah, no, you do. It. You yeah. guess. It's context clues. I actually have a Kickstarter going um, for my motorcycle. I have a broken motorcycle and it's actually raising money specifically for the Kickstarter. So it's very confusing. Uh, for the part that kicks <laughs> Nobody likes my jokes in this car. It's too dry. I totally thought it was real. <laughs> it's I the delivery. Um, yeah, so then... Um, which one? Which album is... What? Oh, God. Well, that know. was totally a boy and a girl. Yeah. Oh. And I, it was like I looked and said, that's a girl model standing there. And then she turned her head and it was a boy. Mom, yeah, boy, girl, model. It's, it's um, <laughs> point being, which album is uh, Hegel 
Seagull and Seagull. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, that is on. Um, have a third summer. No, that one's on the second one, which is um, have another summer. Okay. Yeah. It seems like summer comes along often enough to where I never see you like scrambling during the other seasons. Like shit, what am I gonna do comedy about? Say him again. I just I. <laughs> I just like that summer keeps coming along and then you don't have to get tired of doing that. It's like a treat every year. I wish, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I have some jokes about Christmas that about, you know, you know, be, believing in Santa and not Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, I got to wait. I can only do that every uh, two months a year. But yeah. the summer is even longer. I, I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> I don't know what my point was. <laughs> and now I'm in kind of a sweaty... Uh, struggle keep to talking. try and make sense. Just keep talking I'll, through no, it. I'll probably close it up here. <laughs> probably close up that conversation. Uh, hey, both of you should come do Summerfest this year. I what would love to. I saw you after Summerfest last year, remember? At Sarah's party? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Howard yelled at me about my gum choice. When, oh, yeah, that's right. You had, like, winter mint. It was pretty awesome, actually, because I've never really seen you drunk before, and you were shit-faced drunk. I love it when he's I drunk, was. and I he has opinions about football and how, how it needs to be shot differently. He kept and how going, like, show me that <laughs> gum again. Show flaws, me that gum. And I was like, what? It's gum. What are you talking about? So are you opposed to, like, new gums that are like the chocolate chip, mint, or the peach, or all these other well, This gums? was just a summer gum thing. We talk about summer gum, which is like you got to have... Um, a gum and you chew it all summer. You stick with it. You can't like only the one yeah, flavor. But, I mean, it should be you know not winter mint or winter fresh. It should be like Trident Tropical Twist or <laughs> right strawberry banana. Yeah, summer. Not a peppermint. That's a Christmas gum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, it's just like the joke. You, you just do it in the summer and you same with the gum. But do you keep just the one flavor, like, so that then that taste reminds you of that specific yeah. summer? Yeah. Is that yeah. the idea? It's a that. sensory, it. tactile, sensory trigger. <laughs> it's also a kind of about making each summer special. Mm-hmm. So you buy a new bathing suit. You don't start the summer in last year's bathing suit. You do know, you, you got to make a thing of it. Do yeah. you practice what you preach with this? Do you go to the beach? Do you, How was your summer? Was it an active, filled with summer type event? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Jet yeah, skis. Like beach. What? Do jet you ski. really ride on jet skis? Well, I did for the music video. How, oh, really? <laughs> it's fun, right? Oh, God, yeah. It, uh, I mean, I've done it before, but I don't do it regularly. But, um, you know, I did it this past summer because of the video. See, I think technically an actual jet ski is the stand-up kind with a swiveling handle thing. Yeah, and that's you're, what, Yeah. We went and shot some footage at the World Jet Ski Championships in Lake Havasu. Oh, wow. And we had guys in orangutan costumes. We had, like, the, the world amateur champion dressed as an orangutan. Oh, that's terrific. <laughs> and they were... Popping backflips and really, yeah, like off of wakes, yeah, or just still, you know, oh, like wow. the kind, those stand-up kind you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, they can just kind of get some momentum going and then just start popping flips like one after the other. Because I don't like it when I show up to some cabin, people got some watercrafts docked up, and then they're like, "Do you want to go out on the jet ski?" And it's not a jet ski. It's a ski-doo, <laughs> a thing that you sit on like a right. lazy man's uh, snowmobile like a, on the lake. 
And it takes zero talent, zero balance, and I have no respect for it as a sport. Jet skiing, however, should be in the Summer Olympics. <laughs> yeah, Vanilla Ice was a uh, champion jet skier. Wasn't he? I think he was competitive. He was into motorsports vaguely. Yeah, like after the after the music career went downhill, he became champion jet skier. Yeah, that's a perfect safety net. <laughs> that's what. And then, and it leads nicely into becoming a uh, realtor. I think yeah. he flips houses now. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think he's Amish now. That's the last. That's the last one I saw. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that episode where they were like not letting him touch the butter churn because of a <laughs> neck tattoo that they they thought had too much technology on it. There was he was impure. <laughs> um, Terrific. I love it. Tell us about your podcast, Who Charted? How's that been going, and, and how many years have you done it now? One of the great podcasts. It's oh, thank you, guys. Um, so fun. So great. Um, we've been doing it over four years now, and um, uh, it's me and Cool Out v. Lysak, and we count down the top five in movies and music and more. And there's <laughs> there's a lot of, like, uh, uh, sound effect prompts and things that, uh, the time I was on it, I did not know what... I did not know I had to throw a dart to match up with the sound effect. There was just a lot of, you know. There's theme songs. There's theme yeah, songs. Yeah. There's, There's all kinds of stuff. It's the opposite of our podcast where clearly we don't have a plan. But how could we? We're in traffic. If we had a plan at some point, we, it would get sideswiped. Oh, yeah. Like if, if who charted that the studio was moving down the street, we would never have any of that. So you are, giving, you are giving credit to how difficult our podcast must be. Is that what you're doing right now? Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in the beginning, Seriously. Karen and I would sit down. We're like, let's have talks. Are we going to do an Alzheimer's podcast? Are we going to do one about moms? Are we going <laughs> to... Oh, there's the man bo- uh, there. Yeah, I, see? I, I see it looks like a female model. Uh, it's, get, it's hard to describe uh, that person <laughs> without uh, seeming insensitive. But uh, we, you, we used your podcast as an example, like yours or Squirrel Country. Uh, I have trouble saying that. Where it's totally, it's well, a format. I, um, and it, I, um, yeah, show? yes. Can I pimp my one-man show? Of course. Well, for real? Yeah. Um, I do a show, um, Sklar Tissue. It's a one-man <laughs> show about the Sklar Brothers. <laughs> and um, just for everybody to look for that. Where are you performing page. that show? Um we got a theater right over here. Oh, and, nice. And together they're in forensics. What's and that? Sklar tissue. It makes me oh, think oh, yeah. they're both like forensic cops. It's just more about the emotional depth of... <laughs> oh, okay. Of twins? Comedy of twins? I got gotcha. you. Of me being them at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not actually studying <laughs> scars. And, and I go through to portray both of them simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> is it? How are they different? How is Randy and Jason? How are they different? Glasses. One has glasses, yeah. 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 Every once in a while, they'll both have glasses, and that's when I have to call them dude. I have to call <laughs> I've never them seen them both have glasses. Oh, really? Unless one, unless it was sunglasses. A no. lot of oh, I don't like what she's doing. I I had expect better uh, behavior out of a Honda driver. <laughs> Honda, of course, a sponsor of. Do you need a ride? Of Do you need a ride? There's a question, a question. mark at it's the a end of it, question. Howard. Now That's we... like who charted? Who charted? <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about saying it that way? You should. We wouldn't get mad. Yeah, you can who take charted? it. <laughs> who charted? Who charted? 
you know, the time I was on, we talked about the top charting poster designs. You really cover the game. It's not all just top charting oh, music. Oh, God, we haven't done that in years. you got to come back on. Yeah, I'd love to come back on. Now we just do, like, music chart, movie chart, and then a chart about the guest. Oh, that would be exciting, because the guest doesn't know. Well, the, we get the ch- questions from Twitter. People tweet questions, and then we ask the guest. That sounds exciting. It but I was exciting. I was a, I was asked by a fan to uh, have you elaborate on the difference between we touched on it a little, but why you like the ocean more than space. Um, yeah. Well, well, I love the. I mean, the the ocean is real, and you can go in it, and it's filled with life. Mm-hmm. And space is interesting from a if it's math. If you know math, if you got a lot of math. Uh huh. <laughs> Or if you make up stuff that that's in it, like uh, Interstellar, it's just made up. It's math and rocks. Yeah. <laughs> the space is filled with math and rocks. Rock plus rock equals confusing world that doesn't exist. I don't like it. Howard, do you believe <laughs> so, in the theory that there are uh, some waterways that connect, um, like connect the different continents underneath the ocean? Ooh. Connect, connect them like you could get caught in a jetway that sends you to like an Africa. Office? That's amazing. What are you saying? Uh, like they think that like <laughs> there's mm-hmm. there's theories. There's aquifers <laughs> under the tectonic plates. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like that there's under uh, undersea rivers that connect. It's oh, basically... you mean you mean there's aquifers under the tectonic plates? <laughs> that would be horrifying. Hey, uh, I'm just thinking of you coming with that those sort of black beans idea at a at a at like a TED talk. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, there's aquifers underneath the tectonic. What's plate. that? What's that on the tectonic plates? Oh, that's the beans from the one that I just ate. <laughs> I decided not to wash my tectonic plate, and I gave it to you, dirty. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there might, there might be a... Forget it. Oh, come on, Karen. <laughs> he was just about to elaborate. You know, it's like raging waters in San Dimas where you, you get on those water slides. They uh. take you from the top to the bottom. Yes. Like that. But it would take you from California to Somalia. Even though we're kidding, nothing makes me feel more claustrophobic than imagining going down an underground water tube to another country. I would That's horrifying. Yeah, I mean, it would be hard to breathe. It would be very hard to breathe. Hey, but Karen, are you saying there's just faster currents that give you like a faster trip? No, I was kind of, it's like basically a theory that justifies or like tries to explain the possibility that the Loch Ness monster could be real. Oh my god! Because <laughs> it's like, it's like just the idea that because the ocean is so unexplored, right? That there could be these like these waterways that connect so like that black holes into the water. Mm-hmm. Essentially, so like that's how the explaining that like a brontosaurus type animal could have lived this whole time undetected. That scares the hell out of me. I but I mean, I don't I, like the unknown. I like it. That's what I. That's it's I like all, the ocean because it's, it's all just. The whole time. Whatever's yeah. there is fine because it's been there your whole life. Yeah. 
it's not going to do anything. Yeah, you're right. If it didn't, if it didn't affect me so far, chances are it's not going to in my 40s. Oh, I'm going to be 40 next week, you guys. Oh, hey, congrats. Oh, God, it's the worst. Is it next week? That's the fifth. Oh, God. Well, happy birthday, Chris well, Fairbanks. You know, I don't really want to celebrate it. I think you should. Howard's done a good job. Everyone everyone assumes Howard is 28. <laughs> he just, no one knows his age. I've never asked his age. I would not be able to uh, predict or assume his age, younger or older than me. I just know that I've seen pictures of him in high school, and it's like, wait a minute. Did you drink from a fountain of some kind? <laughs> is he dressed like the Brady Bunch? He's had did long... He get a, did he go to high school in 1974? <laughs> Striped sweaters, long hair, <laughs> beautiful mane of hair. Thank you. Peachy notebooks. He's got some headshots on his own refrigerator. <laughs> Wait, you've been inside his apartment? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Most have not. Right, right, right by That's, his... Uh, that headshot's not up there anymore, but I know what you mean. It was like, yeah, like 12, 15 years ago. But it was a beautiful headshot. Thank you. But, um... And if anyone, I watched it recently on YouTube. If anyone hasn't seen Austin Stories, it was such a great ahead of its time TV show. It was so funny, so subtle. There was nothing like it at the time, and no one was ready for it. And it, I always think, like, man, if that was on TV right now, well, there would people would say, oh, I've seen stuff like this before. But at the time, no one had seen anything. Yeah, like there that. wasn't anything like that. And it's so Free fun friends. to watch. Yeah, yeah. Kramer's the same age in it somehow but Chip is like this uh, it, Chip looks so different he's like almost borderline chubby and then there's no yeah yeah he used to not be like a fitness guy and uh, this was before Chip got in shape yeah yeah and Bearden uh, Matt Bearden was just a child in it and now he's like a bearded dude it's just so funny to watch knowing all these Austin guys and also just how many of the places have been torn down and other stuff is rebuilt like it's people, some people email just about how it's like a time capsule of late 90s Austin. Yeah, and I showed up in Austin after you had already come to uh, LA to strike it rich and I, just the difference having visited there a couple months ago it is, uh, it's unbelievable. It's just a big giant fancy city with Jetsons buildings space buildings but it's uh, still the same place. I love that town. Me too. I'm glad I I started comedy there. Me too. They did keep it weird. <laughs> they did. They did a good job of keeping it weird. We were at the Riot Comedy Festival here in downtown Los Angeles, and there was a keep it weird Portland versus Austin show, and I thought it was blasphemous that you weren't on it, Howard. Why were you not on that show? Yeah, it's funny because um, Who do I, I did do that festival last year, so oh, I okay. thought, oh, I'll do it again this yeah, year. I and, didn't do it last um, year. I didn't even know about that show. So now that I've heard that, I would say, yeah, it would have been a fun one to do. It was really fun. It was fun. It was fun this year. But I'll do it. I'll do it next year. Hopefully. Yeah, maybe I'll do it too. You're always two weeks from a fest in the comedy business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, early on, you it was like DJ Spumonti or something. He wasn't calling him. What were you calling Dragon Boy Wait, Right. The first time I ever did it, I didn't know what the name was, and it was. I was DJ Spumoni. That was, a, or you were dance. Maybe you. Were I was. DJ I was. Spumoni. No, I was Automatic Flavor, the backup <laughs> dancer. Oh. 
and we were at the Velveeta room, and I, my, I mean, this was Howard being nice, and he's like, it's funny when you dance, but it, it was distracting, I think, to people listening to his lyrics, because I'm flopping around, sweating. Yeah, but I was glad to have that distraction. Oh, thank you. Well, one time, I, I one of my... Janine Garofalo was there. Oh, wow. That started her love affair with me. <laughs> she, I don't I don't think she cares for me at all. Did you Which guys wear, like, matching... Uh, kind of. Sweat suits? We just had sweat suits yeah. on and stuff. But I did you know I broke my arm? You broke your arm in that show? Uh, yeah, I was doing the diving worm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And, uh, it's okay. You, I knew you hurt yourself. I didn't know you broke I, something. I did something weird, and I was doing the diving worm, and my legs hit the wall. I didn't realize how close I was yeah. to the wall. So I basically jumped in the air and did kind of a plank against the wall yeah, yeah. and landed on my arm. And it hurt at the time, but then it kept hurting for weeks. And then it started to get swollen, and I went to the doctor, and they're like, you have a broken arm. You've had a broken arm for a month. Weren't you in a lot of pain? I was like, no, not really. And then the, the doctor... the background. Yeah, yeah, the doctor just looked at me, and he said, God, I admire you. Yeah. Yeah. Did that really happen? Yeah, <laughs> it all did, except for the doctor <laughs> admiring me. He just called me an idiot, I think. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the great thing about you is that you will sacrifice your body for comedy. And I remember just how much you just immediately just full on went for it. Well, it's funny. I'm not. I don't. Uh, I kind of shy away from physical comedy now. Well, you're old. You're older. You should. Yeah, I guess that is it. That's back to me. Another reminder that I'm forty. Thank you. But it also just makes me think of Jerry Lewis. And, you know, <laughs> I I used to like him, but you know, my I'm not much of a Jerry Lewis fan anymore. Do you think you outgrew him? Yeah, I'll still cross my eyes for a laugh, though. <laughs> I was really into the Garfield comics uh, when I was 12. Oh, wow. They don't hold up. Mm-mm. I was into BC. <laughs> They're two different schools. I don't understand those Garfield people. I was into BC and Dagwood Bumpstead. Schlesinger's got a, a billboard right there. Wow, look at that. Billboard. Are you guys doing uh, Last Comic Standing? Did you go out for that? Um, there, it's there, it's going on now. Apparently, yeah, it's real. It's uh, it's real vague. But uh, I went in and auditioned. Where was it? I had a good time at the Hollywood Improvisation. Aha. Yes, it was quite fun. Oh, there you go. It's less pressure now. There isn't cameras swooping around. They're just like, ah, oh, just do comedy. No pressure. Who cares anymore? That's kind of the way they're. And so it was really fun. Who cares anymore? It's stand-up. <laughs> Who sees what happens? Maybe I'll be on a billboard someday. Guys, yeah, now's, now's where you're like, yeah, I think you will be. Well, I don't know if you could be the next Eliza Schlesinger. I don't think I mainly because I'm able to pronounce my own name. <laughs> I cannot pronounce her name. Try it. Eliza Schlesinger. <laughs> Here, I can do it. Eliza Schlesinger. Here we go. Third time's a charm. Eliza who? Eliza There we go. I finally nailed it. Eliza, this is Kratz. <laughs> I'm pronouncing your name. Well, we're going to uh, pull up to power violence soon, right? Isn't that coming up? Well, man, I've used up all my comedy here. No, no, no. You'll you'll think of something else. Oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you want to just 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 be taken to the nearest napping spot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do the show too. 
Oh, you are? I forced my way onto it. Oh, cool. Don't bump me. I'm not going to bump you. I will just... Um, oh, I guess hey, we got to ride home together, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. we we You're in safe hands. Yeah, this is fun. I like driving around talking. Isn't it fun? Is it weird at all that you're just talking to the back of our heads? No, I often think, like, in the car, like, oh, this is a waste of time. It could be podcasting right now. <laughs> yeah. That's how we came up with the idea. Actually, Karen came up with it single-handedly. What's 12 Monkeys? That's a TV show based on the uh, popular movie. Yeah, it's but a series now. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's on the Sci-Fi Network. Sci-Fi, that's what Scare Tactics was on. Oh, well, fortunate for you, that was when Sci-Fi was a better network because it wasn't spelled funny. <laughs> it was actually spelled correctly, right? Karen? What's up? Do you have any What's thoughts that? on it? I, I was feel, asleep. She's listening to another yeah. podcast. <laughs> I feel like when I... <laughs> I was listening to Mark Maron's What the Fuck. <laughs> dub, dub, dub the fuck. But I, uh, yeah. I, uh, you were terrific on Scare Tactics. Hey, thanks. There was, there was a, a specific... That was a lot of bumps right yeah. there. That's yeah. what you get. What do you need a ride? You get, oh, God, the L.A., they really need to spackle those bumps. That time where you were, like, uh, putting on lipstick and you were... You scared the hell out of some guy. I felt bad for him. Yeah, that was good. That was called Toilet Full of Scary. <laughs> no. it, it's on YouTube. Really? Toilet yeah. Full of Scary? Yeah. What were you doing with lipstick? <laughs> well, um, basically, it was a thing where... I played a guy who was a homeowner who called the plumber. Uh-huh. Oh. And then the plumber was one of our guys, too. But the guy working for the plumber was, like, the victim. Oh, like his helper? Yeah, his helper. So they come in to do my house, and I'm just kind of weird and despondent, and I'm sitting out in the front room, and they go, where does the bathroom? And I'm like, it's in the back. <laughs> so then, um, oh, oh, this guy's doing one of those things, one of the slow cross-the-street things. Yeah, he wants to get hit. Yeah. Um, he deserves it with those capri pants. It was a cool um, satchel. Oh, look, skateboarding. Oh, that guy's doing it old school. But then, uh... Um, so, yeah, anyway, they get, they come in, and I'm weird, and then the plumber says to the kid, like, once they get back by the bathroom, like, wow, that guy's weird. What's going on with him? I don't know. And then, um, they... The plumber says to the kid, hey, check behind the shower to see if the... See if the faucet's dripping. And the kid opens up the shower curtain, and the bathtub's filled with blood, <gasps> a dead body... Real live maggots crawling on the body. No. Oh. And um, they see it and they freak out. And then they go, we got to get the hell out of here. And then as soon as they run out of the bathroom back into like, the, there's a big back bedroom right there. <laughs> I am in the bedroom blocking their way out. Might as well. Wearing a dress. Uh-huh. No. Putting on lipstick. Putting on lipstick and I got a weird wig on. Holy and shit! It is scary, even though you're in on it as the viewer. It's so scary. So scary. How so, Im- check how Im- that one out. Toilet full of scary. <laughs> how how important was it? Like it would be for me at the end of that. How important was it for you to talk to that guy and say, "Hey, I'm sorry. It's all a big joke. I hope you're not." Because he was legitimately scared shitless. Yeah, yeah. No, um, they were um, 
It was important. We would do that with all of them, but some of them, even after it was over, were like they just kind of didn't want to look at you or be around you because you freaked them out so bad. You kind of put them in a fight or flight death situation. <laughs> yeah, because they they just made a high pitched lady shriek and and some of them would be high too because they would just be like some kid who like smokes weed anyway so he's like fuck it I'm going to help a plumber like I'll just like smoke out and then go oh, do this oh. job and then he's so paranoid and freaking out yeah there was a girl we did one where um, it was a girl helping out at a party being catered at a house and then she goes into the room where the meat is supposed to be and there's a guy <laughs> tied up getting hacked at oh my god and she was high I could tell by her eyes and she was just so bought into it and so petrified that even after it was over, she just couldn't look at me. How do they get people to sign? Like, you you just made a fool of yourself screaming and freaking out. Oh, now because sign they this go, paperwork. Um, because they go, hey, you were great. Oh, my God, you were so great. <laughs> they tell them how great they were. Uh-huh. And then they go, hey, do you have a friend you want to set up? Oh, so right. They immediately get you on to setting somebody else oh, up. Smart. And that was part of the episode, who you want to set up. Yeah. Oh, and they get, they just, they quit, they forget that they were so scared and they just get excited about scaring their stepmom. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Did they, they have get fun, paid? Some of them. Um, Probably not. I don't know if they get paid. Like, <laughs> for, the, for the jobs, it, it would always be like, they might, they would be like 50 bucks an hour. You know, to help this plumber for two hours. Mm. Oh, yeah. A temp plumber, of course. Yeah. Oh, man. That was weird. Yeah, you got to watch those on YouTube. And also watch uh, Austin Stories. Yeah. The first season. It's all on YouTube. The only season. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're here at Power Violence at the Straight Jacket Theater. Yeah, should we talk about your set for one second, Howard? Sure. I know you're going to freelance it. Yeah. You're going to freestyle it. I'm going to talk about technology and um, how it affects me. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about... Because um, you, like Vanilla Ice, are Amish. What is that? What are you saying about Amish? Um, why are you saying that? I don't know. Beard? I was just calling back to before. when There's we were a series about, that yeah. he did on, uh, Vanilla I think I- it's the Learning Channel. Yeah, yeah. He he becomes Amish or he lives with oh, an Amish family. Like a, yeah. Oh, it's like Ridiculous. Swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A great idea. Great television. So yeah. you're going to talk about technology. Boom. That's oh, the yeah. opening. Oh, culture. I want to talk about youth culture and, and technology. And do you do uh, letters anymore? This one's a telegram. Dear Britney Spears, stop. Stop. I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't do those much anymore, but I should. I should bring them back. Yeah, they were great. They were great. And, um, well, you're great. And I'm sorry that we're all exhausted, but I did something, a little prank on Karen, where uh, the exhaust pipe, I actually have a hose coming <laughs> into the car. So <laughs> what we're all experiencing is uh, some carbon monoxide poisoning. Well, it's been, um, this has been a great last last night. Yeah, it has been a great last <laughs> podcast for all of us. You're terrific, Howard. Thank you. You're my you're friend. Let's hang out more. Absolutely. I'm, I'm seriously down for that. Karen, you're my friend. Let's us hang out more. Oh, uh, no thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, Would you only see each other for this? No, we'll be in. We're going to follow you in. We just might stop recording because this concludes this episode of Do You Need a Ride? Oh, I see. Thank you for being a guest upon it. Yep. And for those listening... Uh, oh, can I tell them? Um, listen to Who Charted. It's, it comes out Wednesdays and Fridays on Earwolf. Earwolf. And um, check me out on Twitter, 
HowardKramer.com, K-R-E-M-E-R. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, Howard Kramer and HowardKramer.com. And go to Indiegoogoo.com to help with the video with Lance Banks. Yeah. And um, you can buy Austin Stories DVD. Oh. At HowardKramer.com. I'm interested in that. And you can buy any one of my six music albums on Bandcamp or iTunes. Like Master of Pheromonies. Like Master of Pheromonies. <laughs> or something newer. Or something newer, and there's new ones coming out. And I have no stand-up albums, even though I've been doing it. Forever. That's okay. Everyone's doing that bullshit. There are a bunch of... This is like... There's probably been more stand-up albums in the last two years than in the history of stand-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone I know has an album out. Yeah. yeah. On vinyl. <laughs> the media of the future. <laughs> vinyl. Well, well it's back. Thank Save you me. for listening to this digital broadcast of Do You Need a Ride. That concludes this episode. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride. D-Y-N-A-R. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Uh, with Karen and Chris.